what's going on everybody what's up what's up what's up and welcome back to another episode of the hdh podcast man i am your boy ozzy the lion thank y'all so much for tuning in tonight tonight we got a super super dope episode for y'all man i am excited super energy 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 is in the building tonight uh hold on hold on hold on, hold on. i can't forget to bring my girl caroline into the building man caroline what's up how you doing how you we doing we back for another episode i'm excited i'm ready you ready I'm all excited too yeah man how was your week how was your week it's going pretty good it's going pretty good life with a new mom is tiring but we here but guess what you got that glow though Okay, it's the light. Glow. It's some good glow. Nah, nah, nah. You got that glow. You got that mommy glow. You got that mommy Listen, glow. It's the Lord. It's the Lord, okay? It's the Lord. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. With a T, yes. Yeah. So, tonight, we got a whole crew in the building tonight, man. We got the, 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 the fellas, the gentlemen, the dudes, the crew from the 3 and 0 undefeated show. Uh these guys man i don't even know where to start uh they're like brothers of mine even though we haven't you know chopped it up in a long time y'all gonna see the energy y'all gonna see the 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 you know just how we get along and everything like that um and we got a lot to talk about tonight's topic hold on caroline i forgot my spiel before i even go further man if you haven't subscribed to the youtube channel make sure you go over to the youtube channel and hit that like button hit that subscribe button so you know when we going live go over to go over to facebook give us a like go over to what's the other one instagram make sure you go follow us on instagram man and uh go ahead and so you know what we doing because we got a lot of dope stuff in store for you on the ace days pie man we making moves we doing big things all right man let's get the fellas into the building man uh the chat's already uh <clears throat> the chat's already going up <laughs> Um, so first we're gonna bring to the stage, man, my good my good this 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 is my cousin for y'all y'all don't know. I don't know. Um this is my cousin. Yes. Yes, uh this is my cousin. So we're gonna start with my main man, uh Matt. Welcome to the show, man. Matt you good fam. Hold on, man. How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. Glad to be here. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute, Oz. It's been a minute. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Same here, man. Yo, I gotta um, I gotta I, I I'm gonna wait till everybody get on. I'm gonna have I'm gonna wait till everybody get on. Um, next we coming to next coming to the stage, man. My yo, this dude is a funny dude, man. Like, like, like I really enjoyed every conversation me and this dude had because this dude be having me rolling. Uh, none other, and he's he's like. He's like I'm a I'm a I'm a huge fan of his uh, drumming ability as well. Um, so uh, none other than David Harper, man. What's going on, brother? What's going on? Yo, what's up? What's up, everybody? You what's yeah. good, bro? How y'all feeling? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm happy to be on the show. You know what I'm saying? It's been a while since uh, we've chopped it up, so I'm, I'm you know looking forward to that, man yeah man yeah uh it's, it's i'm so excited to get into this conversation i'm ready i'm ready so let's get let's get let's get the uh the main man um to the to the front of the congregation man none other than shelton the bishop or the bishop what's going on man the bishop bishop in the house 
Wait, wait. Wait, wait, man. We, this we, in the house. Everybody got the cool intros. I got the, the reverend intro, the bishop. Oh, we, 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 we gotta do, we gotta do, uh, we, we, we gotta do, we gotta do Shelton. We gotta do Shelton. With the, we gotta hit him with the, yeah, wow. the bishop. Nah. Nah, yes, bishop in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bishop. Yeah, like, you gonna look, you gonna look like, like this, man? Come on now. Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. So he, he, had, mean, he had his adjutant with him tonight, but you know. <laughs> hey, so guys, topic to topic of tonight, man, is man, we're married. Like, we're gonna get into a conversation, we're gonna drop gems, we're gonna have a good time with the with the with the audience as they come in, you know, people people be coming in on color time, so eventually they'll show up. Um, but to to uh, to kick it off, man. First of all, once again, I just want to say thank y'all for being a part of the show tonight. It's it's been a minute since we've chopped it up, since we've we've, we've connected, and now that we're gonna be having a high level conversation just about marriage and what how to navigate it as men and as 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 a as a, as a woman we want to just basically you know start the conversation off with a couple years back let's say 10 15 years back could y'all have seen yourselves being married today <laughs> like like honestly you know what i'm saying Without, 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 without giving up too much information, could you have seen yourselves being married today, man? Uh, I don't know who want to go first on that one. Hey, um, you, already, you already started talking, so you. you can all right. That. So, honestly speaking, I saw myself being married, but most people probably wouldn't have thought that I would have gotten married. But that's that's all I'll say. Really? What, Dave? You don't agree? Mm, all right. That's what I'm <laughs> wow. I know. What about you, David? When, when did you? When did you? Uh, oh, yes, I <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. What, what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? No, I mean, when did you? When was this? Like, when did you see yourself getting married? Like, this? hey, man, listen. Every, you know, you you, you like, hope you pray to find a find a good gal, and you know. Make an honest woman out of her, you know. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, I'll be honest. I, you know, for Matt, I can just go ahead and speak to him. It was the time he went up for the dunk and uh, turned it into a layup. Said, "You know what? I'm done. My legs are done. I need a woman. <laughs> so, I, I need so, a wife." So it was when he realized he was getting old. He said, "He went up. He said, and you know when Jordan turned the dunk into the layup? Yeah." I was mad, like, yo, it's time. I got to, you know. <laughs> you see, so I always thought and always knew that, like, I was going to be married someday. But to know where I am now, father of three, married, you know, it's like I still couldn't even say I was like, yeah, this is what I had pictured for myself. And as 
men, especially black men, we we kind of came up in a culture where correct me if I'm wrong if y'all know and let me know if y'all know what I'm talking about. Like we 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 keep hearing like yo, you know, marriage is hard. Make sure you make sure you know what you're doing because this one is the forever one, you know, but it's hard. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, a lot of work, you know. People keep talking about the aspect of the work that you have to put in and it's hard and it's like slave labor and it's just like and then when when you get into it the right one but we we gonna get there for me when you get into the right one just like any relationship once you have two people working towards it it doesn't seem as hard as what people make it out to be. you know marriage becomes hard when you have one person lifting the weight so the person that has said to you in your past, like, yo, make sure you know what you're doing because it's hard work. They probably were the one that was lifting the majority of that weight. But if you have two equal partners that are putting in, that are working on themselves, working on their relationship, I don't know if I would say that, you know, it's something that's just like hard. So, I mean, talk to me a little bit about that connotation of like marriage being hard. Is it, you know, is that something that you guys can resonate with or is that something that you see find to be a little different? Well, I know for me, um, it's definitely, it definitely takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you got to come into it understanding that if you are always winning in your marriage, if you are always the winner, you, you have to be correct every time, then that makes your partner the loser every time. Mm. And that distance in between winning and losing, you know, is gonna cause uh, uh, a lot of friction, a lot of, a lot of negative vibes that's gonna come in there, a lot of jealousy. And before you know it, you guys are at each other's throats. So one of the, one of the key things, even in like my, my premarital counseling, you know, he was like, you know, saying, try to find ways so that y'all win together in the littlest of things. My wife knows that I'm horrible at directions and I know that she's great at directions. And I know she wants to tell me, hey, you should probably turn right. But she just, you know, after, 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 you know, telling me, turn right, turn right. And seeing that, you know, now we ended up in arguments and, you know, now we're at a point where it's just like, she just let me make the mistake. And I come back, you know what? I should have listened to you, honey. You know, little things grow together. Right. Um, but my, you know, when I, listen, you talked about years ago, myself and, and uh, my wife, Dana, we've known each other for most of our lives. And we've been together for a really, really long time before we even got married. It, long distance, back in state, long distance again. So it has been a journey. Um, yeah. Eight years. And I kid you not, we still look at each other at like 3 a.m., touch each other like, yo, we're married and we got two kids. And we're like, how did we get here? So, you know, we're enjoying the ups and downs. That's amazing. That's amazing that you do that. You know, that's still something, you know, that I think, I think couples should try their best, should work at having that all moment as much as possible throughout the years. You know, eight years in, 15 years in, 20 years in, it's like at each milestone, you're like, yeah. man, we're married. We got a kid that's going to elementary school. Wow, we're married. We got a kid that's in high school. 
wow, we're married, we got kids that's in college. Like always refresh, you know, that that acknowledgement of hey, we're married. And I I I I'm I notice it. You know, when you get lost in your marriage where you don't even realize it anymore, I think that's when it's a big problem. You know, like when you're going through the motions, and there might be times, don't get me wrong, where you where you might feel like you're going through the motions. You know what I'm saying? Because life doesn't say, hey, leave them alone because they're married. You know, life has this funny way of 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 not choosing, not caring whether you're married or not. Life is going to punch you in your face. Life is going to trip you up. Life is going to make you fall down. But it's about, you know, I, I, I always say this before I ask um, David the next question. I always say this. Like, if you're, if you don't work out, right, you don't hit the gym, you don't work out in the crib, and you, by chance, have to lift something that's kind of heavy. Let's say you're moving. You got to lift the fridge. You got to lift the couch. That's going to be a lot of work. But if you're in the gym every day or three days out the week, you know what I'm saying, and you you you, you pumping iron, you working out, you doing your push up, your sit up, whatever. When it comes to moving that couch, moving that fridge, it might be a little work, but it mightn't be as much work if if you out of shape. I think that's the same analogy for marriage. Like you gotta work out on the good days. Do work on the good days. You know what I'm saying? Build together on the good days so that when the bad days come. You guys are emotionally and mentally and spiritually strong enough to deal with those problems, i.e. a couple that doesn't put the work in. And we'll get into putting the work in and what that looks like a little, little further on. David, question for you, yep. man. When you got married, right? When you got married to your wife, um, yep. uh, Chantel, is that? Chante. Chante? Chante? Yeah. Right. Um was was like let's go back to like before kids, the personality adjustments, right? You being the funny guy, you being, you know, the one the 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 the, the notable musician in in you know uh, in your in your own right, was there like some kind of like adjustments that you had to make when you're dealing with her as as your wife in terms of like your approach to her the way you know the way you might communicate to her the way you might talk to her like was there some adjusting that you had to do or did you was it like a, a seamless kind of thing for you for you guys when you guys got together um <clears throat> i would say well first of all like i just want to you know copy you know what shelton said like it there's a, a level of hard, you know, work that, you know, has to get put on because nobody, people tell you, but you don't really know until you get married, like the work that you have to put in to keep the marriage together, and, you know, do things the right way. But, um, like when, when me and my wife got married, it was... It was there was some difficult there was some difficulties and and then some of it was the same because um me and my wife were like we were best friends before you know we started dating or anything like that so we had already like had you know conversations were on conversations about nothing you know what i'm saying we always used to hang out and stuff like that 
so like that that was one aspect that never changed but it was different now going from friend to girlfriend to fiance to wife and now like we're married it's like okay things are completely different now like like we're not boyfriend girlfriend like this, you're my wife you know i'm your husband like there's no oh i'm tired of your face so i'm just going home no we live in the same place you know what i'm saying like there's no your money or my money like it's our money like we make money together you know what i'm saying and like a lot of things i had to learn personally um just like being a husband is different from being a boyfriend or just you know things like that and it was there was some sometimes i had to swallow you know you have to swallow your pride a lot you know being a husband sometimes you have to swallow your pride and and understand like where you mess up you like yo my bad i was wrong you know and um but like there are there's some things there's there's a lot of stuff that you know that come with being married like this communication that's a big thing like i like to talk a lot about issues um that was something that you know was a little difficult for her to do but you know that was that was like a hurdle that we that we had you know like if it could be something little like you know taking out the trash you know she wouldn't want to talk about it but i you know i would have to force the issue and now it's like something that you know because we've worked through it's 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 easy growth. so growth yeah so i i have a question um for whoever wants to answer did you feel equipped for the position prior to assuming it of being a husband head of household protector intercessor etc because i can speak as a woman when you spend time growing up in the church you may feel like you have been prepared to be a wife generations of men who aren't prepared equipped mm. or worthy of being husbands so do you feel did you feel prepared equipped and ready to be a husband prior to becoming one? um i i was ready to get so okay so i was ready to get married but i will say that I probably was not as equipped as I should have been or as I thought I was in the beginning. Oh, I have a question. Because you get counseling and stuff like that and all of that is good, but you never really, experience is the best teacher. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's nothing bad. It's just like you just, until you're in it, like you don't, understand the nuances the little things here and there that comes with like you know week day to day week to week year by year of a marriage you know what i'm saying that you hear like people will tell you like oh don't tell everybody your business or keep things don't go to bed mad and stuff like that and you're like yeah okay 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 (laughs) actually Mad Mike's going to bed mad, right? Yeah, until you actually like go to bed mad and you're like, I'm going to sleep. Yo, this sucks. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Good night. Exactly. Hit you with the so, word. That's how you feel. I bet. So it's, it's 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 um for me like I I knew I wanted to marry my wife. So, uh, like I knew that, but like the I would say like I didn't I I didn't have everything. I didn't know everything I should have. I did. I needed to know at the time that I know now, and I'm still I still don't know everything. Did you do you think you would have been more ready if you would have waited versus the time you actually got married? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, know. What, I can, you know what? I, I think <laughs> that's honesty. Just you know. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. You, I would. I would. I would say this. I would put it in an analogy like, uh, I'll use a basketball analogy. Um, me playing basketball, me practicing. Our coach, you know, practice ball is is the best because that's when you get all the energy from everybody. Everybody's high level energy. But as soon as the lights are on, the audience is in the stands. As soon as the ref is ref is there on the court, things change immediately. The person that you were in practice is not the person that you were on the court. It's game that's time a, now, baby. It's, it's game time. So you know. <laughs> I feel like we've all played house. We've all played marry, uh, marriage once in our lives with our girlfriends and stuff like that. But as soon as you say I do, and now you don't have the comfort of everyone else, you know, protecting you from certain things, then that's when it's like, oh crap. So I don't think you're ever equipped or ready to get into it. You want to do it. You you want to do it? That's some some people dream about doing it for um their whole lives. But as soon as you get into it, it's like now it's a whole other story. Now you yeah, got to deal. It's more than the tuxedo and the white dress and the reception. Exactly. Like, it's, it's more. Th- it's more than the Hallmark movie. Person. like you got to figure it out. Exactly. It's more than you sitting down and watching a Hallmark movie where they're like, oh yeah, they, you know, getting Matching married. Dollars at Christmas. You're good. Exactly. It's it's more than that. Now you gotta you gotta deal with, you know. I usually sleep on the left side and she wants to sleep on the left side. Crap. This is like a real yeah, pain. Talk about this. That's it. That's an issue. This like, is an issue. That's real small, but that's a <laughs> thing. But like, yo, listen, I, I don't like sleeping on my left side because you know, when I turn over, I expect this and that. And exactly. Yeah. You know, is that yeah. little issues become big issues when you're right. in the, when you're in the practicing phase, you know, us basketball players, we, we, we tend to practice all positions. We're like, yo, yeah, I'll play center. I'll play center mm-hmm. this round. It's nothing. You're playing ball. But once you're in the game, you're like, nah, I can't yeah, play I that like position. I like this part. No. <laughs> exactly. I can't play that position. So I do think I see you to, to the point you were discussing before you asked David a question. That question, um, when we were discussing is marriage hard. Um, I don't think we acknowledge how coming to the table ill-prepared can make things more difficult than they necessarily have to be. But I, if, I do. If you don't have the tools, the therapy, the examples, the maturity, the support, the community, the village, you know, for a lot of people, it's a show. You know, let's put on a dress, let's spend the money, let's get the best DJ, the singers, you know, the angels flowing from the ceiling. But then at the end of the night, when the honeymoon is over, you got to go home to this person. And people don't talk about how marriage goes through phases. You know, you start the marriage off, you man and wife, husband and wife. 
life happens. You know, somebody may pass away, you might get a pet, goldfish die, whatever. You choose to have parents, you have parents, choose to become parents, or it may not happen as easy as you want it to. So you experience infertility, you know, you battle things. And people, you know, they glamorize marriage without understanding that, like, you know, it's real. So it's not, you know, it's not flowers and sunshine every day, even though you want it to. I have a question, Caroline. Yeah, what happened, Oz? Am I, I am I jumping like what you want? I, no, no, no. I got a question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because before you get too far, right? Let's stick to that topic of being equipped. Is it possible that like my my being equipped and Matthew's being equipped and Shelton's being equipped and David's being equipped might be totally different things? Like, is there one level of being equipped? Like, what? In, from a woman's standpoint, right? You're you you said you. I love the way you phrase the fact that you women are raised to be wives, right? So from your perspective, what is a what is an equipped young man look like? Like what does that mean for for the for the person that might be watching that want to know if they're equipped? Like what does it equipped mean for on from your standpoint, from your point of view? Like what is like what does that mean? I had to learn what that was because I got married when I was 21, he was 22. We, you know. It's been a long time. We spent my whole twenties with this man. Cool. What a quip was for me as a woman was like showing up, know how to cook, you educated, you know how to speak right in front of people. Um, you know how to take care of home. Um, equip when I'm looking at my dad, it was you protect the household, you go to work, um, you handle business, right? And so my husband in terms of like our relationship he was equipped to marry me now if he was trying to deal with somebody else he may not have been equipped for her because the personalities or the intentions may not have met so i don't like bugs you are equipped to kill them right somebody come up in the house in the middle of the night that's you i'm rolling over because that's not my role like that's that's all you <laughs> okay you handle the budget, I go to work, where here's the money, because you're the numbers person, okay? But when you're looking at like how you want your life set up and how you want your home to be ran, right? You come up from a household where like a man change the light bulb, you know, change the oil in the car, don't even have to ask for it, whatever. You you have that expectation in the man. Like, what's your credit look like? What what are you what are your ambitions in life? Can you not necessarily handle me, but on my hard days when I'm not quick to express myself in the most healthiest of ways, would you still care for me? Like, would you, what you doing? You know, because the Bible is talking about like a man that finds a wife finds a good thing, right? We hear that over and over again, they push it to you, cool. But then a woman, it's like Proverbs 31, cover up your elbows, read your Bible, sing, be a teacher, be a nurse, whatever. Dudes coming to AY with their pants at their ankles, right? Just allowed to be raggedy. And the women are growing up from young into old, feeling like they're being put in a box where their modesty and everything that's on their shoulders is, is in protection of your sexuality, your sexual thoughts, and your masculinity, right? When you get out there into the field of dating, marriage, relationships, it's like, I know you want to feel responsible for the thing that you should be mature enough to take care of on your own. Show up ready, be ready. 
you know, we got a lot of brothers out here walking around unhealed, okay? I'm not responsible for your mommy issues. That's one. What's your credit score? Like, what you out here doing? <laughs> Why do I have to get up to change the light bulb? I should just be able to say, like, yo, boo, that light up there need to be fixing. Like, the trash need to go out. Like, those, so, those are things that, like, you know, to some people, it's important. Some people just get up, clean light bulb. But for another woman, it's just like, handle that. They want the man to, like, come in and handle what needs to be handled. And if you're not equipped for that, if, you, if you're walking around, you know, with your baby mom did, your ex-girlfriend did, or whatever, you're not, you're not ready. So, Caroline, I'm glad you, I'm, you helping me to prove a point right now. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a good point. Is it fair to say that there are not enough men teaching men to be men? Yes. Because because what 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 you are basically talking about is that these are equipment or tools that when a man leaves his house, his home, he should come with these tools in his tool bag. But what happens when he's not given these tools? But he still he's still a man he's still going to fall in love. He's still going to see a woman that he's going to be attracted to and possibly want to marry. Now, this man, because he wasn't equipped by his father, his grandfather, his uncle, his stepfather, whoever, because guess what? Believe it or not, there's a lot of dudes out there that scared of bugs. They'll, they'll jump on the couch faster than you will when they see a bug. There's dudes out there that can't paint can't change the light bulb, can't change the tire. So as long as you got the money for real side assistance, like you you handling business. But see, society empowers your sexuality over your personality. That's true. Okay, from the time you hit puberty, you know, wet dreams up until, you know, you're encouraged to start having sex early before your person your character even fully develops. Your brain isn't fully developed. You're not even tall enough to get on certain rides, but yet they out here like, hair condoms in school, put this on a banana, do that. So you bring it, you, you're out here having sex, you're watching porn. So by the time you're trying to date women, your body count is high, you confuse sex with intimacy. And so then you have to figure out that like, no, you can't treat me like these other raggedy, whatever is you've been dealing with. Like we're trying to build something substantial. You know, and people are out here. I saw something the other day. It was like, who's worse, a church girl or a musician? And I was like, we both going to the house of the Lord. Like, what is happening? So there's stigmas and stereotypes and, you know, men looking at women and women looking at men. But it's just like a lot of people, men and women, have unrealistic expectations. They're looking at what their mama went through, what their daddy went through, who didn't or didn't show up. And for them, they carry that, you know, hyper independence is a trauma response. You know, you have men who have mama issues, women out here not acknowledging the damage they can do to their sons and, you know, fathers not acknowledging what they can do to their daughters. So it's a lot going on and society doesn't help because they doesn't, they don't give us, especially black folk, an opportunity to rebuild. Society profits on us being mm -hmm. It's cool because I'm married because, like, it's expected I'm a woman. When you told me you found three brothers who was married, I was like, okay, in the name of Jesus, amen. Right. <laughs> because society tells you that it's impossible for a black man to be married, be a family man, to be monogamous and to not, you know, cheat or beat on his wife. And, they got and people I mean, 
telling me that monogamy is not natural and i'm like but god created adam and then you know took from him to make eve so like granted it was only them two but like that's what god designed that's that's what he made in perfect order and indecency god created adam and even he created the institute of institution of marriage so just because we have taken sin's reins and ran away with it is not should not dilute what god created right you right. know apparently today's national orgasm day like god created sex so because we in our sinful nature Caroline, how you know that caroline <laughs> caroline what you no doing question. so since we since all right i got a question oh, man, it's okay. like you know i got a question i got a question because fellas we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spice up the conversation a little bit i actually wrote this question down because I remembered it and I wanted to not forget it during the show. So um has has sex been used has, has sex been used as a weapon towards you by your wife? And do you think that's it's wrong to use sex as a weapon? What I mean by that is you do something your wife doesn't like it it's a couple days you apologize whatever you said your sorries and you bought the flowers and all that but she's still upset you try to make a move and you give him a tumble no 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 so we we married everybody on this panel is married and, and, I, and I wanted to ask that question like women sometimes use sex as a weapon like no you're not getting that because you did this and i'm still upset about it so has that been done to y'all and do you feel like it's right i thought i hey I, I said i wasn't gonna hold back tonight so hopefully everybody's prepared to answer this question I, hopefully i'm not gonna get nobody in trouble <laughs> no, ain't no trouble ain't no trouble on this side all right cool see so how his voice went up <laughs> Hey, no, 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 no trouble. <laughs> That's our sign. <laughs> okay, tread softly. Listen, man. I think. I mean, um, I can. Oh, I think I'm gonna let, in, start um, off with Shell. Let's let's go with Shell first. Let's. Okay. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. Yeah. I think in marriage, I think intimacy is withheld on both sides at times, and I think that yeah, sometimes the female, the the, the wife may be upset. And they want to withhold intimacy because they know that their husband is coming for you. She's apologized. He's messed up royally. He apologized and he wants things to get back to normal. And she knows that, you know, she can withhold that from him because she's still upset about things. Um, and then even on the male side, it's like, let fellas, let's not front. You know, we know sometimes, when, you know, our wife may have said something in public, embarrassed us in a certain way, hit the ego too hard, crushed the ego a little bit. Oh, we like, all right. We're gonna right yeah we're gonna get there we're gonna get there but so, no what i'm just saying for <laughs> us too is like you know what i mean i think it's on both sides to where you know where the little the little love tap the little hug or whatever you know when you normally do that you know she's by the fridge and she's waiting for the little hug or whatever and we just walk past with the ice with, with the with the cereal like good morning like you know you know oh, like what up, bro that that vibe is you in like when you're still mad you know you mean like when they know that like when they know that you're about to do the little the little butt slap or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They expect it and you don't do it, then they look back like, wait a minute. What just you happened? Know? Like why he didn't like I'm poking out for a reason. Like why he ain't touched me? <laughs> like, 
Because I mean, come on, ladies. And I know, yo, and I don't know we got left the microwave on high. That's why we, we got some sniper, some snipers in the in the, in the in the chat right now. Some ladies in the chat. Everybody quiet. I wonder why everybody quiet tonight. I'm about to make them start talking. Y'all need to stop using sex as a weapon. Listen, listen. listen. If, I'm upset, if I'm upset, it don't percolate. Like it just don't. Nothing is happening. So listen, the Bible I said, don't. I, I, go I have no one used it. But should, I, should I go to the Bible? Should I go to the Bible? <laughs> because i mean if if we you know what i'm saying the bible says that your body wife is mine and my body husband is yours so should you deny me my own body when i want it it's not biblical <laughs> the mm. lord is against it I see unless that. both parties agree you cannot deny. The Bible also say if your right, if your left hand offends you, cut it off. So. Okay. Okay. So if you, unfortunately, we're not talking about hands. You right. offend me as my spouse. What you want me to do? I mean, Take you don't need out? hands for that, Caroline. You don't need hands for that. So that's. that's, that's, that's <laughs> right. well, 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 hey, let's put it this way. Why? If, if we're on the topic of wise, just understand that, uh, you know, if you withhold for too long. The enemy will find a way to twist your husband's neck to the left or right, and he will find he will go searching for what what he needs. And it may not be sex, but it may just be the, the, the nice little compliments from from Vicky at work or whatever the case is. <laughs> you know, you but uh, my, you know, hope you got life insurance. But no. Um. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 that real slick but just you know but i just feel like you know i'm an advocate for um maintaining intimacy within your marriage that's not just the physical aspect because mm -hmm. if you are out here being intentional about intimacy from physical touch to how you communicate talking to your spouse in love and moving forward in love you will cultivate an environment where your spouse will feel loved you cannot be abusive to your spouse and expect for your spouse's libido to be awake when you want it to oh definitely yeah now if you are trying to create an environment where you are being intentional about loving your spouse and they're still being called to that's a different conversation but expecting the the man the husband or the wife to reciprocate when the environment is not ready is unfair you are not treating me with love so i cannot reciprocate the love you're trying what you want from me right and then it's not always about not wanting sex or denying the spouse sex you know how's your health what does that look like because you know there are women who want to be intimate with their, their spouses but the husband may have uh you know a sexual issue a physical issue or may have a mental health issue so like Babe, let's work out together. Let's lose weight. Let's eat right. Let's, you know, you eat certain fruit, you drink more water, you taste better. Like it's a combination of things. You know, women's libido. Did you blow. say taste? Yes. She did. Okay. She did. I did. We're just wrong with it right now. Vegetables, you know, clean up the diet. You know, you don't taste yeah. like nothing. You, you know, you pineapple, can, you, pineapple works, yo. Right. You you do what it do. Like, you know, you you know, your hormones change, man and woman. You know, you you have a baby, you get pregnant, you know, your hormones are doing all kind of, you know, whatever. 
I'll, I'll you attest. Have to, you have to be intentional about cultivating an environment. But then also, let's talk about, you know, purity culture. If you're not, if you marry a woman or you marry a man who has felt, okay, wifey in the chat. Yes, ma'am. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Okay, anyway. Um, when you have been told that having sexuality is a bad thing, how do you how do you enter a marriage bedroom and try to like oh let me understand this like how does this work oh is this a climax like in my orgasm like what is happening because there's a lot of shame sometimes you know especially when some christians get married yeah. you know coming from west indian culture they're not having a sex talk you know my best friend just got married the other day and she hit me up like caroline let me have a sex talk me and her the same age we both 30. so i had to like pull from my hood books and like you know, reading Zane in high school and like, you know, let's pull it together, make it happen. But she was kind of blushing because she don't talk like that. But it's, you know, number one, cultivating an environment where intimacy can flourish and being intentional about um, having that connection and fostering it with your spouse. If you're not doing that with your spouse, then you, you shouldn't be questioning why you're not getting the pools. Like, it's just not... I think, I think I, I agree with you. I think it's a lot to do with communication as well yeah a lot I of was us gonna say, we want we want it the way yeah. we want it and that's it if i don't get it the yeah. way i want it then there's a problem and now i'm stinking around the house i'm not doing the chores i'm not i'm not making my wife feel secure because i'm not getting things the way i want but i'm not willing to sit down and say all right honey what do you like what are some of the things let's go back to basics whether you're married 20 years five years one year six months whatever go back to basics and say you know what there's a reason why we're together we started with attraction like i used to run to you and 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 cry when i walked away from you like you know whatever let's get back there let's date each other again it's, it's cliche but you got to do these things mm-hmm. but communication is key and the fact that people change so what my wife may have liked 10 years ago she probably switched you know switched the game up or want something different I'll never know if I don't ask. And I think we're so locked into, yo, it's not working. We call our boys, yo, we're not, I'm not getting that. Like, what's going on? But I'm not willing to have that conversation with my wife. Right. So, and I, and I'm and I'm glad I'm glad you, you said that because the I was literally gonna ask. Sex is a conversation that should be had up front. But somehow it doesn't happen until we practice bad habits in our marriage. And now when we realize that, okay, I don't like the way this is going. Now we want to have that conversation. You know, when we already practice a bad habit for 10, you know, or or five years, you know, and it's like, you don't want to say nothing because you don't want to throw off the fact that you're gonna have, you know, like some dudes rather have sex than have sex the way they want to have sex. It's just like, and I never understood that. Like, yeah. sit your woman down, and y'all have a just like how she can go into detail about the type of drapes she want or the type of kitchen set she want or the type of living room, like, and how she can go into detail. You're supposed to be able to go into, no, I don't like when you do that. I don't like when you put your leg like that. I don't like when you make that. Like all those things matter because at the end of the day, it's about keeping each other happy. And these are the conversations that were taught by Caroline said. Recently, I saw a church service where 
somebody was on the stage on the pulpit and they're still whispering the word sex in church today like they're still hesitant to say it it's still it's like you got to pull it out of people and it's like yo if we can't say sex in church this is why what happens to our young people happens because there's no education like in church about sex because people are scared to talk about it why because the ones that are teaching you about sex also have a lot of things that they need to work out but we not that's a whole nother podcast that's a whole nother situation because they have born sex themselves right right so but the thing about it is i think the first way that we we are the ones that are passing on information to our generation our kids and things like that and one thing that we got to be open about is sex and educate our kids about sex and and what they what they have and what's going on you know what i'm saying yeah, and, and as you should also as a man not be out here thotting and 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 absolutely. and when you get married you want the good christian wife but then you upset that she can't have sex with you like your previous porn stars had you putting put put a, a burden of unrealistic expectation, expectations on someone else who had mm. never had an intention to meet that for you. So well, I was yeah. thinking, let's go back to what Caroline said because you 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 started that where you were saying you know if you're building up your body count with premarital sex ahead of time, when you come into this marriage, your expectations are gonna be it's not gonna be with yeah they're they're through the roof yeah exactly you know your expectation because you you've already done that my thing is listen even if you start like I said hey a couple years in what's going on hit the reset button and have the conversation that you don't want to have listen we were talking basketball there's a difference between Ray for Austin and skip to my loop definitely there's a difference between right skip to my loop was the playground legend he switched it up they doing all types of Ill- illegal moves on the court and Ray for Austin was the basketball NBA player. He could not double dribble. He could not X, Y, and Z. You need to know your partner. You need to know if you married a street baller or if you married a professional player that performs with the with official. With a right? But you need did to you know. Marry, did you, you marry Bob Cousy or AI? Listen, <laughs> right. you need to know who you married. And, but, and it's okay to talk and, and listen, turn, turn Tim Duncan into Allen Iverson every now and then. But you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you gotta talk it out. Yeah, you gotta talk it out. Um like for me, I'll say this. Uh a lot of Ooh, people hey men and women uh don't like to have that conversation because obviously they weren't brought up in that way. Sex is sex was used as, you know, you have sex, something bad is gonna happen, you're you're going to hell, blah 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 blah. Right. Now that I'm married, um and I don't know about you but like just sitting down and having the conversation about sex just randomly may not be comfortable for me or for my wife so mix it up a little have sex um talk during sex ask her what she wants how she wants it next time you know stuff like that you know we gotta talk we gotta talk while we're doing it to the right we gotta talk it out 
Slow down. Slow down. We got to talk while we're doing. Take it back to hip this time. Fly to the left. Listen, you got to talk. To the right. Right? Sometimes you got to meet them where they're, um, meet each other where we're most vulnerable. And that's the most vulnerable time when you're open just to talk. Honestly, because honestly, no woman, uh, let me not say no woman, but a lot of women, they're probably not going to just have a conversation with you and just say, all right, this is what I want you to do. And they're just like, oh, okay. Mm. All right. See, the thing is also, you know, we we doing the sex talk like you got to You can't just you can't just lose it. You can't just rush. You got to slowly take your time and introduce what you want. You know what I mean? That makes exactly. Exactly. Listen, listen. For the, for the fellas that have probably been a thought in their days, and then they they've changed, and now they're you know they're married to a woman uh, that is you know reserved. pure and reserved and all that. You can't you you can't start on advance or hard mode with a person that has never played the game. You can't. You gotta you gotta start. You gotta start from beginner and ease yeah. them into it. I'm just saying. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta slowly introduce somebody. You gotta to slowly like, you introduce. Like, oh, yeah. they be like, nah, you gotta, you gotta ease into it. Yo, Yo, let's let's go jump off the Empire State Building. Nah, we can't do that. That's that that move is for for advanced level people. Let's start from the top. Oz, you brought up something right and about not having the conversations and not talking about it i i, I totally agree when, my, when me and my wife went to have marriage counseling shout out to uh anyways i, I can't remember his name right now shout out to you um you know who you are no no, no, no yeah, yeah, yeah you know who you are yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um <laughs> but listen what i'm trying to say is this right he in the marriage counseling he pulled out this paper and this paper had a bunch of questions on it that we had to to answer ourselves right some of the questions on that paper i had never even asked myself like keeping it real the question the, the, yo are you in you know are you into you and your wife having a threesome introducing somebody else into your sex life do you like anal does your you know saying da 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 these that was on the paper and as an adventist growing up i never those questions were not asked of me. And I, so we were both sitting there like, oh, it just got real. Like, are we supposed to answer this? Like, at first you're like, the LNG white popped out inside you like, oh, what, what are we talking about here? And you then we had to, to answer those questions. Sex. Like, I was like, wow, I've, I've dated you for a really long time. I don't even, I don't, I've never asked you if you are into some of this stuff, you know? You were raised as at, in the Caribbean uh, culture to be scared of sex. Yeah. They that that sex is a is a is a curse. Shout out to Pastor Joseph. Pastor Joseph asking if you wanted a threesome. You know who you are. You know, <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Hey, hey. So real quick, because I'm about to segue. We could literally have a whole podcast about marital sex, right? It cannot be fair. Like there's so this. There's so much we could dive into and so much. So the 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 um hold on. Uh <laughs> you're right, Anderson. You're right. He ain't told that one lie. Them yeah, that's true. 
Then yeah, have mad kids. Why do you have 16 kids? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guess what, though? I mean, Anderson. Check this. Well, shout out to Anderson. Shout out to the bro. Um, When you think about the Caribbean and, and, and the people that grew up in the Caribbean, see, we got a lot of distractions nowadays. When you come home from work, you got your TV. You got whatever you're working on, your laptop, your game, if you into games, you know, music, your studio, whatever, whatever. Back in them days, bro, Man, it get dark at 4.30. You, you, you seeing your woman body in candlelight every night, bro, you gonna clap some cheeks and have 16 kids. Like, that. that's what you gonna do. Because they ain't had nothing to do back in the day. Yo, but grandma, you, why you got 14 kids? But you like, know, but you know the thing, too, about and you know i don't want to blame them for for the common mistake that we we have right now but i think it's based off of them trying to protect our generation from the mistakes that they've made which went into the far end of the room they were like yo we were having sex before marriage some of us didn't even know that we were conceived out of marriage we um out of marriage we thought we were just like parents got married and then we came not knowing that it was just um it was while they were dating a lot of bastards out there yeah they don't they don't they don't know right so they're trying to protect us (laughs) they're trying to protect us from the mistakes that they've made which has forced them to kind of scare us away from the topic of sex well bro so what, what i'll say is this like yo you you do something right and you don't tell your wife about it uh huh and she finds out about it. Now, in your head, you didn't lie to her, but she's telling you the fact that you didn't tell me, it feels like a lie. It is a lie, so you lie. And I'm like, yo, I omitted it, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't lie about it. I just didn't tell you. So, yeah. And I feel like them trying to, their version of protection is lying to the generations that needed to hear. You don't have to go into, you know what I mean? Yo, sometimes you might even have to go into details as to what's going on. I think if, if they were to tell us the real deal and stop trying to like hide things at church and make things so holy at church that people don't know your flaws and people don't know that this one, you know, you're actually, you know, that's your dad over there, not not the one you've been calling dad for 13. Yo, if they don't hear but, anything, but, but I just want to know what kind of lesson y'all be wanting, like. Do y'all want your wives to take pole dancing classes after AY? Like, what you want? Like, you want somebody to come in and teach your wife how to be a throw goat. So when she married the good Christian man, you know, he he don't have to go nowhere because she know how to do what to do, you know. It's the That's good so Christian for watching. I'm not trying to be myself tonight. I'm just saying, like, like what you want the conversation to look like? Because we we talking about like growing up and everybody is like hush hush about sex so we're not talking about it now we talking more about sex that we can't get folks to stop sneaky linking and having babies with folks they only have casual sex with so we don't want to so oh, if you marry hold on if you married and you sneaky linking you gotta have a whole nother conversation i know sex. i'm just saying like, like i, I want to know how open folk want to have a conversation about sex like what what you want them to talk to you about? Like, what? Well, you, you, you want before see, you got married to your lovely wife elder for them to be like, okay, this is what you do here, there, everywhere. This is how you make us sing even louder. Like that's that's what you want from your good church elder. Is, is <laughs> you listen, listen. I'll, I'll be honest. You you talked about real men, right? <laughs> what you is talked about, You talked about men not raising. <laughs> Shut the men doing this. You got to <laughs> <experience. laughs> 
Zoom in. Yo, he's doing Yo, you got to explain what you're doing. Shout you out to Pastor Baldwin. But he said, explore the body with the pinky finger. I'm going to leave it at that. That was that was at my wedding. So, you know, when you see that, that's a whole story. Um, but you said real men. And I'm just saying that some of the male elders could have pulled us aside and been a little bit more real than Why, guiding Joe? us to spirit of Joe. prophecy. So. We, we 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 talking about the same dudes that enjoy greet somebody in Jesus name them dudes as elders we talking about them or like the ones that like are because well, growing Yo, up the, the church, them same dudes that would greet somebody in Jesus name clapping cheeks bro so you you rather than one of them just keep it talking real about running because, trains not, but like, but you see not not necessarily talking okay, about you know brother yeah. Abraham that's that's 80 years old coming it's to me real. talking about talk talking about hey you know sex and this nah i'm so this should have been something that has been a continuous thing so he should have been teaching the next generation the next generation until where we get to uh the the people in our when we're in our teens people in their 20s or 30s come in breaking it down to us so that's that's how it should have been so i feel like we're talking about a huge gap like 70s talking Man, to 30 year olds. When you 15, really know how to wash their clothes. Come on. Listen, but you know, we're, we're in high school and we're exposed to it every day already. Mm-hmm. So we already have the wrong idea of, of sex. So no one right. corrected it. No, these said college solution ever, was like, let's just have a purity ball. You know. Never exactly. have I ever been. That was the solution. And then, in that purity ball, about <laughs> sex, were there? None. Right, right. Yeah, it was just like hold this card up before where? God and your parent, and mm-hmm. check this out. And then we're all white, and you're good. And then check this out. Don't do it. Check this out. Never yes. have I said don't do it. Hey, S E X. At summer camp, you gotta talk like all the way apart at CBL. You know. Mm-hmm. Y'all but guys, guys, Y'all walk this out. Never have I ever been. I mean, we've we've been in church and we've just been around church people for a very long time. Never ever. I, I don't know if maybe y'all have. Have y'all ever like like how they doing like a crusade right now or they do certain seminars? Has anyone been to like a seminar about sex and put on by the church? Yeah. yeah. Really? So at Amazing Grace, uh shout out to Pastor George, but he, he likes to have at least once or twice a year. Good. I mean, and that's awesome, but how many churches do you think are doing that? No, no, you're right though. It's, it's you know probably in the And I'm talking about I'm talking about like a I, 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 uh, you know, like how the con- conference is putting on a crusade, or the conference does certain things. I'm talking about on a conference level. Has there been a major seminar devoted to educating our young people about? They don't that? care about that. No, they don't care about that. They barely exactly. Exactly. So you know, we it, it's like it, it confuses me because we. We, because Matthew was just talking about, you know, the whole overall, the generational education of sex, right, in our churches and our young people. But really and truly, nothing is really being done on a major scale. That's why we do things like having a podcast where we can use our platform and, and drop some type of knowledge, drop some type of gem on someone that may look at this in a year or two years from now and, and hear something that we have to say that may be educational to them you know what i'm saying like like for instance we've been talking about communication as soon as you get into a relationship about the things that you may want 
before you you know because here here's the thing you might realize that you guys skipped over some deal breakers before that conversation hmm. like if you had hired that conversation you could have been like you know what i'm not into that or this is what i really like and you can't give that to me so before i tie the knot and be unhappy you know what i'm saying let me just you know go my separate way i go but we don't get into those conversations we feel like we jump into these relationships we jump into these marriages and we feel as though yeah i can fix her or i can fix him when no you can't no you can't no you can't like if somebody's like it's very hard to change someone's sexual appetite i'm gonna tell you that right now because you you you're it's very first of all it's gonna be hard because people like what they like and they don't like what they like they may be you they may be some variations or you may be able to you know change or dibble and dabble in certain different things but people are pretty much set at, at, in who they are regardless of how you say but babe or you beg or you like no it's not gonna happen so have the conversation up front it will save you so much heartache it will save you so much trauma and 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 speaking of trauma a lot of us men and women are suffering with sexual trauma that's why we're having issues those of us that are having issues in our marriages we have to get healed from sexual trauma like 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 caroline said some of the fellas and women you know they're exposed to, to to porn early and they're watching these things and now this is what they're ex they expect to happen like if your wife's not doing a backflip on it now you don't want her you see what i'm saying hanging like, from the shower curtain rod right if she's not hanging uh -huh. from the shower curtain rod and doing all them craziness now you don't want her and i'm like is that fair but it, it'll be fair the only thing you can do is have the conversation so is that the role of, of the conference or the community church what is is the role of the uh, like what to talk about sex and educate the yeah the, I, I definitely feel like it's the role because if you're going to educate i mean you educate the young people on marriage how not sex you know what i'm saying like we having seminars about being couples and having married marriage seminars but but sex is a pivotal and major part of marriage so i do feel that the church has a role like if you want to if you want to you know if you okay with this point that you just asked this question that you just asked it's like if that's not the church role plain advocate right now because i don't like saying i'm playing devil's advocate plain advocate right now right how many churches that you know of or hurt you you know of people being sanctioned for having a baby before marriage or getting somebody pregnant people being discommunicated or i mean or this fellowship excuse me from so if the church can take that stance on disciplining people for sex or sexual activities then it is the church's role to educate people before they get into that sexual mistake that's just my, my, my take. I've, that's I've been, I, I'll tell you something. I've been in church services where the pastors have preached about, you know, sexual promiscuity and all that stuff. And this is one, this is something that a pastor said. <clears throat> um, he said that if you as a female like anal, you're a whore. Sheesh. 
said that in the, said that to the congregation. And if you like, if you like fellatio, if you like giving, you know, dome, then you know you, you're. You went you're, so Brooklyn on that. Went, I love you it. Went, you went crazy. Oh, New York, bad thing. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can say that. Yeah, you good. You good. You yeah. You good. Right. <laughs> I don't know. If you like, <laughs> you didn't have to bleep it out, man. See, that's the problem. Hey, man, you, you see, man. But see, but like that's the problem that's... With, with the with the woman out here sucking dick. That's the problem. See, listen. But there's Boom. old heads out here that's like, they're whatever they did in their past. They trying to make themselves seem so squeaky clean now, and they don't want people to know that they was wild man. back then. So that they telling and they in positions of power in the church and they're like, oh, don't do this and oh, this is wrong and 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 I'm like, I don't know, man. Like the Bible says, the marriage bed is under fire, which means once y'all agree on what y'all like and what y'all don't like, it's on like Donkey Kong, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I agree. Whoa, whoa, so, Anderson, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. What pa- man? Listen, yeah, that, that definitely happened. Yeah. I, no, I I'm not gonna that. name names. Wasn't he removed from the church though? Wasn't he fired? Best person to rape is your wife. <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Well, rape is a real thing, so I we mean, don't hey, if your message. wife says no, even if you're married, you know what I'm saying? Let you know, yo, we dropping a lot of gems tonight, man, because this there's people that don't know this stuff. If you get married and your wife says no, please stop because that is rape, sir. But understand, you have to know what your wife's nose means. Right. Yeah. So a, a stern no may mean, please stop. Wait no. Right. And a giggly we talking, no. We're not talking about the flirtatious no. nose. We're not talking no. about the stop, the flirtatious nose. We're talking about no, stop. Like, seriously. Like, yeah. That, some, that, dudes, some dudes don't know. Man, listen. Let's just. just and ladies, you gotta you gotta find a different word because word. Unless, unless y'all role playing. In this, in this day and age, ain't no Hey, yo, is, yo, you say that because I don't want to end up like that, pastor. <laughs> listen, pineapples, pineapples. Hey, I want to segue. I want to segue from the sex talk real quick, man. Before we start to land this plane, um. Two more questions that I want us to discuss before we before we wrap it up. Uh, the next one, fellas, we're going to even turn up the heat a little bit more on the question. Can you guys come back from infidelity on your partner's behalf? <laughs> Can you come back from infidelity on your partner's behalf? Like, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me make sure I'm understanding this. All right, I so I'll, I'll even make it I more simple. If I your wife, back? if your wife cheats, if your wife cheats well, on if she you, she cheats. Yes, if you if your wife cheats on you, because you know, fellas, we have this thing called ego. We got this thing called pride. We got this masculine, you know, energy running through us. So, I like if your woman cheats on you or gets herself into a position where she and I mean cheat all the way physically. Not and emotionally, like, like the full thing. Like it started emotional, then it ended oh, up. Oh damn! Like, oh, damn. you know what I'm saying? I mean, when it's emotional, it's a wrap. Female wise, yeah. If it's emotionless, it's a wrap. Like man, 
Mm. All right, Matt. Matt. Matt's quiet. What's up, man? Talk to me. Well, I'm I'm shaking my head. Listen, my my wife, uh, we, Latoya and I, we have this conversation a lot. We we like to test each other's limits and and, and throw out like some random questions. And one of y'all them have what are, if conversations. Listen, we just we just ex- we're trying to see what each other's think. <laughs> what right? if conversations? What if this? What mm. if this? Okay. And like okay. honestly speaking, for me, um. It takes a lot for a woman to cheat. It takes a, a today's woman, today's woman. Well, my type of woman. Because because there's a I, difference with today's. There's, woman. there's a difference between today's type of woman because okay. they can cheat effortlessly, whatever. But, effortlessly, like but, like his, like the shot. Effort, yeah. Effortlessly, they can yes. cheat. Yes. <laughs> effortlessly. Yes. <laughs> but um, my type of woman, uh, it takes a lot for a woman to cheat. In terms of something has to be going on wrong in the house. I must not be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And she's connected with someone emotionally for her to step out. In that case, can I come back? Can we come back? I don't know. That's a hard one. No, I'm saying God got to yeah. come down and, and talk know. me into it and stuff like that. But I, for me, I would like, say that. Nah. I feel like it depends on the situation. What happened? Was he better looking than me? Like, man, Osri just said she went the full, full all right, home so run. Full home run. Run. Like, all right. Um, are you thinking all about that? Damn, I don't know. She went. Oh, so, I feel run. as though. I Does she like... want to come back? <laughs> I mean, let's say she's remorseful. She realized that it was a it was it was a mistake. Um, you know. And like every human being makes mistakes, but where you stand as a man with your pride, your feelings, your emotions, your you know men don't cheat. Um, Black men don't cheat. No, we don't. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like will you, you, you gotta ask yourself. I'm asking David Harper, like, Shelton Thorpe, and and, and Matthew. Uh, I feel like I would I would try. Tenor, I, feel, I feel like I would try Turner. to fix things. <laughs> I feel like I would try to fix things. You would try to fix things, but then but then see. Yeah, I feel like I would try to fix things. I feel like I would try to fix things. Yeah. I'd probably try and fix things, you know, pray about it, you know, all that stuff. But it'd be really hard. Because the moment we get in an argument, you see, your mind's going to go back there. And that's the thing. My head's going is, you know is it? Is it hard? Is it easy to just get back into the relationship and forget? Check this question what out, y'all. Happen. Check this yeah, question out. I got a response, out, but I was waiting for all the fellas to finish. Okay. Check, so. check this question out, y'all. Can I, Do y'all can I, worse have limits? Yes. My worst yep. is not in the my worst does not see the problem is my worst does not include stuff it shouldn't you shouldn't be doing in the first place. So yeah. for better for worse, sickness and health, sickness is different. You get sick, car accident, life happened, it hit the fan, cool. But it does not include all forms of abuse. It does not include infidelity and outside babies. And that is what yoga church likes to preach. I'm that, leaving. That is, that is what church preaches. I'm preaches leaving. Too. Whether you think divorce is a sin or not, I already told that man upstairs. You decide to cheat on me, I'm knocking your head between the washer and dryer, and I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Because okay. it's not just right. about you stepping out for sexual pleasure. You played with my health. 
I took a vow of not just my marital vows, but I took a vow of monogamy because I could be out there doing whatever it is that the streets make it look like it's fun to be doing out there. But I make a conscientious decision every day to to honor you and this marriage. Your your decision to do what you do, I can forgive you. I don't have to stay. Because you could have went out in them streets and brought me HIV. That's something I got to live with forever. So I got to forgive you just because HIV can be medicated and don't turn into AIDS. If I catch gonorrhea, it don't get found out. Now I got infertility because it done scarred my tubes up. I'm not about to let you twist the Bible up to keep me in bondage. I, I, I leave and run you over my car and end up in prison. Like, that's just... I don't look good in arms. I barely wear it. That's not... That's not the way for me. And, and you gonna add insult to injury and try to bring home a baby? Now, the only baby that belongs in this house is mine. That's it. Because you we live in a society now where side just get praised and side dudes get, you know, vacations and all of that. Mm-hmm. Monogamy, people out here saying monogamy is impossible. It's unnatural. It's, you know, figment of imagination. Listen, if you don't want monogamy, that's cool. Let me know and I'll make the decision. But do not force me into a relationship telling don't force me into a situation where monogamy is going on the table. Even though that's something that I own, that we discussed wanting. If you want to step out and be free and have multiple partners again, let me know. I will release you to the, to the world. I don't do open marriages either. Like, that's, it's closed door the minute that you sign your name to the paper. But it goes back to communication. You, you're not happy, your sex life is whatever, you tired of me, then leave. But the minute you play with my house, my emotions, my money, and time, you take a shorty on trips with money I put in the bank, that's a problem. So when you're talking about vows, Mrs. Saran, it's, it's, it's more than vows. Because now I have a baby at the house. A man, a young, a little boy who's going to turn into a man. His daddy out here being raggedy. He don't need to be around that. For better or for worse, no. Because you weren't thinking about for better or worse when you was laid up in some other woman's bed. So this is definitely a personal, you know, a personal uh, choice for me. Uh, in, in my case, if, uh, you know, listen... I've been on this forgiveness journey and trying to understand what it really means and what what God expects of us when it comes to forgiveness. Uh, so it's tough. It's a hard thing to do. I understand you, sister, in that that pain like can derail your entire life. Uh, I can't speak for everybody else, but I gotta in in my heart of hearts, I want to be able to say I gotta be able to extend her the same amount of grace that God may extend me, seeing that I'm not perfect. It may seem preachy or churchy, but I'm trying. I'm, I'm at this point. If it's a personal thing, I'm at this point where I gotta be able to forgive like that, right? And, and just and just pray that He's got my back and He's gonna work it out. Because yeah, the pain, the hurt, the the like the the the, the, the health, like you just talked about, all that could be affected from one bad decision from her or me. But um, I think as a man, like we got. I don't know. I, I personally, I just been on this forgiveness journey. What you know, my vows, everything you know. What what does what does where does God stand in all all of my decision making? So for um, me, I, I yeah, I gotta feel. Now if it's a, if it's a constant thing over and over and over, like you know, I would have to lean towards you know where Carolina's at as far as like you know, I can't continue to get hurt, but I gotta leave room. 
for God to do something. Yeah, you you already you already knew what was up. God, you the only person up on here who went up on the cross to die for anybody's sins was Jesus. Okay, I am not him. I am not in a position to be crucified or laying in the spirit because you made a bad decision. Okay. I, I feel like I, I like what Anderson said. It is a personal choice. There's some people who you make that mistake one time and that's a wrap. It's clipping. Right. And there's other people who they're like, okay, you messed up. Yeah, it's gonna take some time, but you know, we can we can I'm I'm willing to work on this if if you are. You know what I'm saying? So it all depends on the person personally. You know, get you know, cheating and people who cheat, like getting cheated on, like it, it's a lot to it's a big thing to like deal with. So and she get pregnant, do you feel do you feel do you feel as though since we you feel it, Grace Anderson. Your wife step out and she bring home, you know, a third baby. Like you, you, you leave home for Grace. You <laughs> like, what are we doing? Let's 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 go there. Like, Anderson, like, 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 no, Anderson, okay. Anderson is buying two happy meals for his kids and leaving that other baby with no happy meals. When the evidence of the sin is there. Yeah, goal is to be like Jesus, but we want nobody cheating on Jesus. Uh, yeah, you see, my thing is, all right, we're saying the goal is to be like Jesus, and uh, and we're talking about forgiveness and how God <laughs> would extend his forgiveness. Word. Yeah, forgiveness is what we're sh- supposed to do, but also in the Bible, it states that you know adultery and like all this infidelity and blah blah blah. That's like that's a sin, and that's like the one thing that that that's the one thing that can like dismiss a marriage, right? Yeah. So yeah. even God doesn't tolerate, you know stepping out of marriage because that's the one thing that he is like this is what i'm serious about anderson said i'm forgiving it all we're gonna we're gonna stick through you ain't going nowhere like yeah <laughs> and you got to understand other people um you got to understand some some people's traumas too maybe they've been cheated on in their past relationships yeah. and then they get married to this one person and then you get cheated on and it's like do i stay i've been i've been through this already so yeah. automatically that's a that's a trigger and i'm like you know that's what me. I know you do it again. You do it if, if before my husband, my boyfriend, time cheated on me. Then I married my husband. No, sir, I will be aware before I let you do that to me. You see, and, and that's, 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 that's the trigger he right did, there. But then it's a limit, and he's aware. I got you. Everybody has their traumas when it comes to certain things. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just love the way that you guys answered that question because at the end of the day, you it's know, we, can we bring them back. We we oh yeah they they coming back we actually going to visit them we going to go on they go on they show but we going to talk about that a little bit later because if you notice this is such a good episode that I, I definitely went past my hour threshold um so because I've been you know been trying to keep it to an hour but you know it's good I got my bros on I got Caroline on so we we, we still chopping it up because there's still one more question I got for you guys but I like the way that you guys answered that question because it is personal at the end of the day some people have. The emotional space to tolerate being cheated on and working on the area of like my man Anderson forgiving and working on it and, and, and building back that trust and nurturing again that relationship replanting that seed that was uprooted right some people oh I think we lose show some people I'll wait till he comes back some people um 
are in the in the space where like Caroline, they're up to their head tops with any type of infidelity. They're not dealing with it. They're not trying to mess with it. And that's where, once again, it goes back to your communication with your partner. It goes back to constantly having, you know, like Matthew says, he has those what if conversations with his wife all the time. All these things are ways to work on your relationship. All these things, people, are ways to uh, build your relationship. You got to talk to your husband. You got to talk to your wife about situations. Like the great planners, the great planners in, 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 in life and in history, they thought about all different types of situations so that when they occurred, they knew how to deal with it. So I think, you know, and and I'll, you know, I'll say this. You got to know what's good for you and your, and your partner in that situation. Like, I can't tell, I can't tell Caroline, like, hey, Caroline, you got to hold on. You got to, you got to, you know, have grace and you got to have, listen, 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 listen. I'm not in Caroline's body. I'm not in her mind. I'm not in her, her spirit. I'm not in her soul. If that woman's soul says enough is enough, I'm out. I'm taking the kids and I'm running. Who am I to say, you know, and, and I think that's where as a people, as a culture, a lot of times because marriage obviously is such a sacred thing, we tell people to hold on to marriages that are extremely toxic and extremely bad for the, the individual. Oh, girl, you know, just hang in there. How am I hanging? How is she hanging in there when she's getting beat every Friday night? Black eye in church every Sabbath, wearing shades, getting cheated on. But you want her to stay in that? That doesn't make sense. Just because you have a misinterpretation of the Bible that says stay in a marriage, even when he's kicking you behind and cheating on you left and right? Yeah, Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. I'm yeah. the vow. For better or worse, grace, give grace. Oh, no. no, 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 no. For better or worse means worse, the worst cards that life throws at you. Life doesn't throw box at you, okay? Life don't throw cheeks at you, okay? I don't want to be that person, but then again, if you if you don't let God pick the right person and you pick the wrong person and that person is beating on you or they cheating on you and they're doing it, that's kind of also you put yourself in that situation. I you know what I'm saying? Yoked. But, you know, Dave, there's thing. some people, there's some people that hit you with the Euro step, though. See what I'm saying? They hit you going this way first, and then they step back going this way. So this whole time, you think we're going to the right. Faithful, non-abusive, uh, Adventist, softy, you know, Adventist. And then Thanks. they hit you when they come back to the left, and you over here now like, yo, I'm getting beat on, I'm getting cheated on, and I did not know. Because some people really know how to tuck their their uh their their personalities they know how mm -hmm. to tuck they know how to tuck their personalities for you know until things get, get hit the fan so so that let me tell you me we just have a bible study he was junior other his church and he was at venice but let me let me catch him on the street in brooklyn i'm gonna whoop oh, shucks. <laughs> He, uh, uh, Anderson says he disagrees with Matt because God said his bride is the church and the church has historically not been faithful. But you know, but here's the thing. All right, since since Anderson was. Who did we cheat on Jesus with, man? Oh, hold hold, hold <laughs> on. You, you know what's team. crazy? You know what's crazy, right? <laughs> you know what's crazy? We can, you know, we can. <laughs> we, we can. 
we can um we can also say this right if you look in if you look at that same the the relevancy of this text right also god the bible also tells like the, the bible also tells he doesn't he never tells the woman which is the church to love the man you see what i'm saying he he never said he only said man love your wife as i love the church you see what i'm saying so when you look at that right you could get confused and saying am i not supposed to love my husband back absolutely but the thing about it the thing about it is just because you're supposed to have this godlike and jesus-like love for your wife doesn't mean that i right, if she go and cheat on you now if you have trauma because god knows the trauma that you have if you have trauma and you feel that now every time her phone ring you're gonna feel some type of way every time your mind is gonna be going crazy if she's out if, when she's out the house who wants to live like that vice versa who wants to live like that nobody wants to live like that you know what I'm saying? So, last question before we go, man, and we're going to make this quick, I promise y'all. Um, I just wanted to touch a little bit on respect. Respect in our our egos as men, right? In marriages. Like, we all know that you have to set your bar of respect, right? Your, your level of respect. And every man you know has their 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 different level of respect you know where does that you know has has that been an issue for you guys in your marriage or is that something that kind of comes comes right away or or has there been times where you have to you know hit hit your wife with the come on not anime come on anime don't get crazy anime you know like remind reminding you know what i'm saying like or or is are you guys to the level in your marriages? Because Shelton, you've been married for eight years. Dave's been married for eight, for eight years. Uh, uh, Caroline clearly told us that she was married for nine, but together for ten. Let's not forget the together for ten part. Um, and Dave uh, and and uh, Matthew was was uh, you know with his wife for two years. So is this a conversation that we're still working on respect, or at the eight year mark, nine year mark, are you guys kind of good with? like where your your level of respect is you know what i'm saying because everybody has you know women are emotional creatures i feel like i can safely say that right so there might be some time where you're out and you're in public and you may do something or say something and you might have gotten snapped on or snapped at in front of people you know what i'm saying like where are we at with the whole respecting in our relationship it's funny you say that because we had a um a show on the respect respect on the men's um point of view how it should be in the marriage between a woman and man so um i think for me and i'll just speak about me in the early years um being two years in going on three um it's a constant learning um situation we're still learning how to um uh, respect each other uh respect the things that she wants she respecting the things that i need um and i think um yeah i think it's just a, a constant a constant learning thing like i don't think we ever reach that point where it's just like you know you 100 you have it 
you don't 100 percent have it it's a constant educational uh learning experience where you're learning new things about each other um learning new boundaries that uh your your person has so for me two years in uh yeah that's kind of a a learning process still okay um i think that learning process doesn't ever really um stop i think it's a it's a constant thing because just like you know nobody ever gets to a point where all right i'm good you know with anything so <clears throat> i would say that in the beginning obviously there's there's things that um on both sides that that respect in the marriage like you work on but even eight years in like you still finding new ways to respect your wife you know even better than you did in year one you know what i'm saying like there's never a point where it stops like okay well i'm i made 10 years this is all the respect you're gonna get at 11 that's it like you know what i'm saying like it, it, it 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 grows as you know the marriage grows in you know, any relationship for that matter Phil, uh, I agree with both you guys in that it's a daily thing. It's a daily process. Uh, one thing I would suggest is that if you feel like you're being disrespected in some type of way, especially as a man, we talk from a male point of view, uh, take a look in the mirror. And um, to me, you know, I was reading and uh, watched a video about it and read up on it, something that I can't really remember where it came from, but it was saying that um, you know, fellas, if you're getting disrespected a lot, if you feel like your woman is like, you know, smashing your ego or coming at you in a way that's kind of manly or something like that, there's something that you're doing that's causing her, like for, for a female, if she doesn't receive that protection, if she doesn't receive that respect and love, that protection, she's, she will, form, you know, she will turn into the person that's supposed to be protecting her. She will protect herself. So she'll get cold and her exterior will get hard and you're, you'll feel like respect is not coming because somewhere along the line, you're not protecting, you're not engaging, you don't make her feel safe. And so I just, I mean, I don't know, it just stuck with me that, you know, sometimes I need to say, hey, listen, what do I need to do to make her feel safe? Let me not worry about her response. You know what? Let God deal with that right now. Of course, if things get crazy, you gotta open your mouth and say what needs to be said. You gotta communicate. But let me ask myself, am I being that protective uh, husband that she needs so that she can be loving and, 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 and soft and whatever I need, you know, but some men are, people are different. And it works both ways when, you know, when, 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 you know, when your man is, is like getting all emotional, his, his ego needs to be stroked all the time. Check, check what you're saying, check what you're doing, making sure that you, you got his back. We want to so feel safe too. That goes a long way. You want to feel want, safe too? Yeah. We want to feel safe too. You know, we also need. I just want to say, Shell. Like, we we all can. Huh? What you said? I said we also need that 2K alone time. You know, I just. Uh, <laughs> word. 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 You know, that's a word. Time. I speak for the silent ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. All right, man. Um, so. 
we definitely got to bring you know bring you guys back for another episode man it's been you know it's been a pleasure um chopping it up with y'all tonight you know there's there's so much so much uh so many layers and levels that we can go to when it comes to marriage and the perspective from a man's point of view and also you know loved hearing the 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 thought process coming from from a from a from a lady from the lady side you know with caroline that was super dope um for those of you that were were in the chat rocking with us late night tonight we appreciate y'all man thank y'all for definitely being a part of the conversation tonight we will definitely have these brothers back for another episode um stay tuned for the collab on their show uh shout out if you, if you guys are in the chat make sure you go to the 3-0 undefeated show make sure y'all follow them their podcast they're doing big things as well so i'm pretty sure uh when it's time you guys will get the promo for for that episode but with that being said man make sure y'all go and follow us on on instagram like us on facebook Go over that. Go over to that YouTube channel. Give us a follow. I mean, give us a like and also subscribe. Your boy Ozzy the Lion. That's your girl Caroline. Your boy Matt. Your boy Shelton. Your boy David. Y'all been rocking with the ACH Pod, man. Thank y'all so much. Y'all be safe out there. Love these fellas. Hang around when we rap. Hang around in the studio. Don't turn your phone off. Uh, yeah, peace and love to y'all, man. Make sure y'all be safe out there until next time. Signing off. Peace.